You know, so the people transformation, I think, is the most, uh, one of the more interesting parts of this component and love to double-click there. So what has changed in terms of the kind of questions, uh, solutions like WebEngage would be asked back then to, you know, the period in between and now in that sense, because uh, these guys are not you know, new to technology. They're digital natives in that sense. Do you encounter a lot of such people now in the world and uh, in the world that we operate in? And is the questions a lot more penetrating, hard compared to what they were before? I think when they, earlier when people came, we went to people, I don't think people came to us. Um, I would, it would be wrong on my part. No matter how much inbound marketing you did and how much uh, branding that you did, I think we really made, as a tech startup, we really connected with other tech sort of companies or new age startups. But when it came to the legacy business, the real question earlier was, who are you? I think that's how sure. pretty, pretty much there was. Yeah. There was two reasons for this, I think. One, they were very happy in their own world. Yeah. And two, I think um, uh, these were two different worlds altogether and there was no correlation of sorts, mm. right? Exchange of talent to this thing and so on and so forth. I think with time, apart from talent, I think the way of viewing business has also changed, right? And I think I was reading this definition somewhere. I think the real innovation basically is actually bringing the cost of technology mm. down over a period of time so that the technology can be used by a wider audience of sorts, right? So I think at one point in time, you know, your CDPs and marketing automation systems were unaffordable by the larger strata of population altogether. All they could do is these small, um, uh, long tail, easy to use, very, very um, restrictive, uh, I wouldn't even say tools, they were like, you know, smaller versions of tools. And um, that's what people would use with credit card payments to do these small pieces of sorts, right? And also what you would realize is one of the very interesting observations that I had was when we went to some of these large organizations, uh, you know, there are these large budgets and these managers have, you know, with various layers, some of these managers have small budgets as well, which are more credit card operated, right? So you could buy probably a $200 or a $100 tool uh, to solve a problem that you found critical without having to make a lot of explanation across mm. and you could pull that out from your budget, right? So the point was what was happening is that a lot of these tools, whatever inefficiencies that they carried, right, as product suites and so on and so forth from let's say user, ability, user um, you know, UI or maybe triggering of certain kind of emails in a certain way, you know, push, push notifications and so on and so forth, right? They were easy, either using freemium tools to overcome those parallelly with these tools Hmm. Or they were paying these cheap tools to get some of these things done because they were not very happy with the way the others were functioning. While you're paying for this, you're paying a million dollar for this huge ass product. But the reality is you're using a freemium tool to solve an edgy problem that they that this product can't solve. So Patchworks in some Patchworks in some way, right? But a lot of this was happening. So I think over a period of time, what has changed, I think, that's where I would like to come back to is that I think one, um, overall, the ecosystem of startups across the world from a technology has taken um, a huge uh, up and there's so many of them now solving so many nice, cool ass things. Hmm. And people are, because some people or a lot of people have seen some success hmm. with these technology, right? Like if you paid a hundred bucks to solve a problem and I could solve the same problem in a much easier way in 20 bucks who would not want it, right? Everybody sure. wants to optimize for it. Yeah. Now that you've seen those cycles, I think openness to listen to some of these things have increased quite a lot. 
I think which gives us a put in the door to talk about what we're doing. Mm. And I think it doesn't come from a space where they're judging or first trying to figure out whether what we're saying is the truth or not. They listen to us for what we bring on table. Absolutely, Mm. they'd like to do a POC or they like to do, you know, like to talk to our customers, like to go through an RFI or RFP process, which is a process that they do any which ways. But Something's I think the openness change. is there to listen to what we have to show. And there's a belief system that, hey, you know what, mid-size, small to mid-size companies with credible founders and teams can actually solve large problems at a competent cost as well. That possibility exists. 